0: yo what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the get your nerd on podcast you know it's me p90 the rapper your usual host there's a lot to chat about um like i mean a lot for once so let's get to it i all right so so on the usual count, you know checking up with me and shit seeing what i've been doing and what i've been doing and what i've been doing i don't know why i said that three times but it's whatever well i have been playing near replicant uh replicant replicant Replic- whatever. Nir, replicant version 1.22 on my xbox series x and i have nothing but good praise for this game like minus the fishing i just don't like fishing i never like fishing i don't i will never enjoy fishing in a video game when they made a noctis fishing game i was just literally staring at that screen like what the absolute fuck why are you making a fishing game for noctis i mean people apparently like final fantasy fishing in that that time but whatever i don't like fishing but the game is great. If you plan on getting the game, just know I'm about to spoil the fuck out of it. I beat the first fucking route. I still gotta beat this game about three more times, but it's worth it. Cause the game's fucking beautiful. The game is absolutely sad. Bro, literally from this point, I don't know. Move in like a minute. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna just spoil for a whole minute. So I'll be done at like two min uh two minutes and thirty seconds. I'll be done. Alright, anyway, so, fucking, so many people fucking die, bro, like, there's this cute child, and then she grows up, and she gets married to this king, and then they fucking die, I just cried, like, hell no, that's fucking crazy, then watching Emil die, even though I knew he was gonna die, was just fucking painful for me, and then fucking, I don't know where Kaine went, like, I gotta f- keep playing, cause it might be in a different ending, this game is absolutely fucking astonishing, bro, like, I don't know what to tell you, just buy the game, play the game, you will have so many emotions going through, you will question so many things, and like, there's so much stuff going on, like, I'm thinking, I'm just like, yo, the Gestalts, and like, they're really, like, Shades aren't actually necessarily bad people, and then Devola and Popola, like, oh my god, the fucking game is absolutely insane, and I absolutely love it. Alright, so, anyway uh seen mortal kombat and my opinion on that is mortal kombat is it was really really fun okay all right listen fam mortal kombat was ass as a movie like as a cinematic type of masterpiece thingy or whatever you want to try and get it to be it was not that great that's fine that's totally fine ain't nobody mad with that but well i'm not mad with that because i do not see mortal kombat as something that's supposed to be cinematic greatness, because if they wanted to do that, they would literally have to probably rewrite the story in such a sense that it can be dumbed down first, and then they can work the complexity up a bit, but I do think some executions were weird, I think it was weird to add the Cole dude, um, like, why? We don't really need Cole, I get it, uh, he's like the player, in a sense, in this entire thing, but, no one wanted him. People were like, yo, why can't, you know, we just have the normal cast be fucking main characters. You know, kung Lao or um, Lu Kang or Raiden. It doesn't really matter. But it, it was it was a shit movie, in my opinion. Like, I gave the movie itself a, I think, what did I give it? Like a 4.5? I, I think I gave it a 4. And then I gave the Mortal Kombat aspect of it a... I think I gave it a six. Because, like, it was really fun in the fighting. It was fucking gruesome. Like, it... I, the second one would definitely be 20,000 times better. This shit was really cool, though. Like, it was fun and whatnot. Like, it's enjoyable. You can watch it and you can be like, all right, that's some cool shit going on. And then you can watch it and be like, yo, whoever wrote this shit, they just wrote this shit. That, that was it. They just wrote it. But... It's worth a watch if you're a Mortal Kombat fan just to see the characters that they used and um, the characters they used and the way that they did fatalities and stuff like that. There's, there's definitely stuff to enjoy about it. Next, I seen the Falcon. Um, I seen the Falcon in the Winter Soldier season finale. It was super enjoyable. Setting up a lot of cool stuff like U.S. Agent and the Thunderbolts. Um, Sam being Captain America is going to be really, really fun to be with, especially after the way he ended the episode. That man was speaking, bro. Like, he was absolutely, he was speaking. He was spitting facts. He was not scared of him because he was like, yo, listen, fam. I'm a black man in America. I know how hard things is. And now you got to know how hard things is from Yossi. We make hard, hard choices every day. And it's like mad dope how how they wrote that. Uh, They were really capturing him. Like, they captured him very, very well in that scenario. Ooh, I don't know why I'm yawning. But I loved it. It was really cool. I still think WandaVision is better. Maybe I'm a Wanda fan, and that's why. But I think... I don't know. I think the outcomes that are going to come from WandaVision are going to be much more intense than the outcomes coming from um Winter Soldier. Especially since um I don't remember if she died, but the Carly chick, either she died or she got arrested or someone helped her escape, something. But I don't think since I don't think they're around that much and since they are not around anymore, we'll say. Um, I think it it's not gonna have a worse outcome than what's gonna happen uh because of the WandaVision show. And on top of that, um I will say Zemo that man got pulled in, in jail, so like I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen or if homeboy is Just wanted to get that last laugh, and he was calling it a day. I don't know, but the raft is there, and listen, man. You know who else is locked up in the raft? There are Spider-Man villains in the raft, okay? So whether we like it or not, Spider-Man villains are technically in the MCU because technically Spider-Man villains are technically in the raft um what else did i do i watched the demon slayer mugen train movie um and it's a 100 out of 10 like it was a 100 out of 10 this is a fucking perfect elevated adaption of the comic i mean of the manga like it was absolutely beautiful the animation was the animation was just fucking ridiculously great like there were a couple people who said it had some bad cgi moments or whatnot but like i don't know maybe if you study cgi and shit you'll catch it, and then it'll piss you off forever, but like, anything that was like a tiny mishap is immediately overwhelmed with greatness by what happens next, it was just fucking great from start to finish, from them arriving at the train station and getting on the train to everything that happened on the train, listen, bro, I'm about to spoil this too, okay, I will put it in the description, I'll put it when I tweet it out, but I don't know how long this spoil is gonna take, but I'm not to spoil this. I right? anyway. When Tanjiro had to kill himself over and over just to wake up, like I read in the manga, and it was like, damn, that that hurt. But watching him do it, the way he sliced his neck repeatedly just to wake up, just so he can save people on the train, just so he can exercise this demon, bro, that shit hurt like i was sitting there trying not to tear up because they they just animated it so well when tanjiro wanted to stay with his family in the dream world like and it fam like i was just like yo tanjiro no bro i know you want to stay but you can't stay like you you got to you got to wake up. You got to do your job. You got to be a slayer of demons, my friend. And he did it. And dude killed himself countless times. And when you think about it, Tanjiro is so pure because even with all that trauma and accepting that he had to do what he had to do, he like Still prevails and still fights for his sister. Like, he could have stayed there and just dreamed forever. He could have eventually given up. But he didn't. He said, fuck them demons. He said, fuck all y'all. Yo, my boy went sick, bro. Like, when I say he went sick, Tonjito went fucking fire. And then fucking... Um, oh, man, I can never... Never remember his fucking name, but when Ren Goku was fighting, damn bro, stop yawning. We over here doing a podcast, cast All right, listen, listen, listen. When R- when Ren Goku was fucking um fighting, and yo, all I could say is that shit was absolutely nuts. Like the fight was animated like crazy. Ren Goku was really keeping up with homeboy. Like, I don't understand how, um, how, how, like, Rengoku was able to do that, bro. Like, ooh, my nigga. Akaza was just, like, blaring those punches and shit. And he was just like, yo, just become a demon. You're strong as hell. Like, ima- imagine if Rengoku decided to be a demon. I think that he would surpass one. Like, Ren Goku was really smoking the shits, bro. There was just so much. Fuck, man. That shit was just great. Like, it's absolutely worth watching. You need to watch that shit. If you listen to the spoilers, or if you just rewind it at the perfect time, or fast forward at the perfect time, and you land here, you need to watch the Demon Slayer movie okay you absolutely do um sadly I didn't read too many comics I don't know if I'm going to talk about the ones that I did read um which was a little bit of um King in Black and to be honest I'm kind of over the event I don't know if it's because my comics have been coming so late but I'm kind of kind of kind of over the event I'm going to be borrowing comics from my homie um sometime next month so we're gonna have the updates coming frequently uh like mainly because also i've been reading mad invincible like i read the three library editions and it was really good um i give invincible like a eight out of ten it's the story itself is really really cool i like the concept and everything it's beautiful because it's brutal and i love the brutality in the show like it's just fuck I mean in the movie I mean not movie the comic book and the show it's just fucking beautiful okay I fucking love it it's so great um and also I love watching the art get better cuz like it, once you read more and more the art just gets better and better and it's just intense and it's beautiful and it's a really great story I absolutely hate Amber I'm pretty sure I came on here and said that before but Amber's just trash like I did, I just really dislike her um Anissa looks like she's gonna be a really cool character, so I can't wait to see what she does. She came on some nice shit, but I know that she she just looks like she means business. So she looks like when time comes, she gonna come back and she gonna fuck Mark up, cause like that shit gonna be dope, my g. Um, I'm sure of it. Uh, Blue suit Mark was really cool. Like that was an interesting turning point for Mark. Like it it, it just, um, uh, it just uh. It showed it, it was like a change for him, you know? Um, but I liked it. It was really cool. Uh, I also finished the last two episodes of Invincible, so now I'm caught up. And, bro, the train scene will forever live rent-free in my head. Like, when I say forever, I mean that train. Mark literally ran through a bazillion people, was forced to run through a bazillion people He's seen people die in front of his face, like literally. And his dad, yo, listen, his dad is probably one of the greatest parts of that show because he's such a horrible character. Like, Mans was just smoking everything. Yo, the way he was pummeling on Mark was just so beautiful. But at the same time, it's like, yo, fuck Omni, man. But yo, he was absolutely shitting on Mark, bro. He was like, he was just like, "Yo, fuck this world and fuck you if you don't want to do this." But he also was just trying so hard to convince Mark, like he he cares about, like, "Yo, fam, I can't wait to see the next two um, library editions adapted into uh, the 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 live. I mean, the the live action, the animation. It's just so fucking great, bro." Um, on another note. I got Saga Book One. I got The Wicked and Divine Book Four, so I'm gonna try reading those. So if any of you out there have ever heard of them, you'll be happy to know I'm talking. About, I will talk about them. I read uh, God Loves and Man Kills, and fam, that story made me cry within the first three pages. All right, that story is fucking great. It's not the original one, it's like an extended cut one, and I love it, like, I really do, that story was just so beautiful, it, it really just shows, to me, it just shows more that the mutants are fucking more people of color than anybody else in the, uh, superhero community, like, Yeah, people hate Spider-Man sometimes, but people love Spider-Man, but the X-Men get no fucking love. The only people who love X-Men are other X-Men, because they're like, damn, there's people like me, and all these normal humans, they can't relate, and some of it has to do with because of the way that Magneto portrays himself, some of it has to do with because humans are just scared, like, about... The way mutant abilities come about, you know, they just have, they just pop up. You could be pissed off and kill your parents one day by accident, and you totally didn't mean it. Your powers just manifested, and they're scared of that. But it's just like they're scared because you're different, and that really captures that. And it's just so beautiful because, in the end, like, it was just a powerful speech of words. Oh my God, it was just fucking fantastic. God love man. God loves man kills absolutely a necessity to read if i was still doing my recommendation section that is what i would recommend that book is necessary to read like it was worth every penny and is worth every breath of me telling you to watch, to read that shit now in talks of gaming news um more recently to this time microsoft reportedly only has three month exclusivity on stalker 2 um as an Xbox head, usually I wouldn't report on something like that, so you guys can all buy it on Xbox, but it's gonna look better there anyway. So um yeah. Anyway. Allegedly some court documents got released and they showed a couple things. Um one, they showed that the three month exclusivity on Stalkers two was supposedly a thing. So after the three months, Stalker Two should possibly we don't know if it's hundred percent real be available in other stores that could be playstation most likely um where it could just be things like epic gaming store and stuff like that um other things were also that um the microsoft revenue split on game sales which was 30 percent will be changed to just 12 percent so people selling their games digitally on xbox will get um Will eventually get more money in the long run with that price cut. I mean, with that percentage cut. Also, Tetris Effect Connected is um, listed as a six-month exclusivity period on Connected updates, which means it'll most likely be coming to PlayStation very soon. Um, there's a game called The Gunk. It will never come to other platform uh, platformers and it might be available on Game Pass uh, day one, possibly. So that is one of the things that are staying exclusive to Xbox. Uh, The store change is supposedly going to happen sometime later this year, but we're still not sure if the documents are true. So remember, these are leaks. Talking more on the side of that 30 dropping to 12% price cut, um, some people don't think it's real uh i don't really believe most leaks usually but i don't think that would be an issue some people think it's not real because they would be losing out on so much money to drop it but think about it if they do that it would make people more likely to put their games that are usually not on xbox but could be on xbox on xbox that are like digital only um, I don't know, like, who knows? Maybe that could have been a big reason why Fall Guys was more lenient on going on PlayStation before Xbox, um, and along with other things that are on one system and not the other. Um, also, it could open up a, it'll open up a market in a sense. So more games coming to Xbox, if that are true, and people like that idea, and they go Put their games on both systems or on xbox faster or first will just lead to possibly people having more choices so people who want xbox but can't get a couple games but developers see that the price for putting their games on xbox has went down um might drive people to buy xbox more like it it can all be very useful and people think that the money cut is going to be like a really big loss for xbox and yeah it'll be a huge loss but at the end of the day It'll also be a big win because now they have more trust and common ground with these developers, um, especially indie developers. And um, on top of that, they can possibly increase purchases by allowing other games on there. So in the long run, they will have uh, more people buying stuff. And more people developing on their console, especially if the other part of that, which says something about um, those games also being allowed to possibly come to Game Pass, if they were to take that uh, split option, that also means people will play these games more. Like I play so many games because of Game Pass. Like I, I love my triple A's but unlike other people in the gaming community, I genuinely try to branch out, so when I go on Game Pass, it makes branching out easier, because I can look at videos of games, I can see what games look kind of cool, like, it's just so much good things that come with Game Pass, so, like, again, if this is true, if this comes to fruition, this will help a lot of people out, and this could also be, like, a really great move for Xbox. Uh, Second Extinction Preview is now available on Game Pass and I have a very early in the works review. So far from what I've played, the game is very fluent, which is important um, for a game like that. It's like a survival dinosaur shooting evolve type game except for it's versus computers. Um, So like Left 4 Dead, but with dinosaurs um the game has some pretty cool options for your characters to help make the game feel like a team based thing like i have a character who can call in a care package that has healing in it or um ammo crates um even uh like grenade crates and then you can also call in like stuff for your missions like if you need bombs or something to extract something you can call that in and that's really cool uh there's like electric dinosaurs and the game is like very horrible to play alone though because it has this, it's really bad in the sense of trying to figure out where you want to start, right? So you just drop from a ship into the land, and then you just start a mission. You pick a mission, drop into land, start it. But the thing is, the difficulty of the areas either seem to fluctuate, I've only played it twice, or they're set. But it doesn't tell you where the mission is until right before you launch. So you can go back and switch a new mission. But I think it should be the other way around. When you look at a mission you want, it should tell you where the mission takes place. Because now you have to just click on a mission and then see, oh, is it in a danger zone? Yeah, it is. Now I got to go back on a different mission. Oh, is that in a danger zone? And that's annoying. I want to know where my missions are before I have to launch or anything like that. So Because like if you're playing alone, it's really fucking difficult to go fight in the red zones. And leveling up in the game seems like it's going to take a minute. I'm still level 1. So, like, what the fuck? Um, I mean, other than that, though. It's pretty cool. It's uh, It looks like it'll be a fun game with some good teams, uh, teammates. So, I'm looking forward to trying to get some of my homies to play with me so we can get through it a bit. Um, game Pass has been rolling out to iOS. And I have a review for this, too. Sort of. I played it twice. or I played it twice. I played um, I played Dragon Quest on it, and at the time, maybe it was because I was updating a bunch of games on my PlayStation 5, but it was a little laggy, um, which is weird, because the game's also a slower-paced game than the game that I played last night, but anyway, it was a little laggy, it was kind of annoying trying to do certain things, but also I was tired, so I didn't have that patience, but, um, I mean, it looks like it could be very fluent, though. Like, if you have a strong enough connection or if you're playing on over Wi-Fi, um, it looks like it will work really, really good for just a quick on-the-go gaming. Like, it's not, it's not something to replace your system. It's like you want to do some progress because you're waiting for your meeting to start or you're at your cousin's house or something like that. It is absolutely worth it, yes. It's just not perfect, but it's definitely worth it. I was playing with an Xbox controller, and it literally just felt like I was playing my Xbox on a tiny screen, or my Game Pass on a tiny screen. Last night, though, I was playing Crosscode. Everything was just about great, except for one thing, which was the game trying, or the stream trying to keep up with the pace of the game. Crosscode is a kind of fast-paced game. Um, it's like an eight-bit RPG. You got transported to the universe game. And your character kind of moves really fast when she starts running. And she swings really fast. So the stream was having trouble keeping up with that. It had a little bit of lag in it. But other than that, the game was fluent. Like, volume seemed like it was synced up perfectly. The responsiveness was great. Like, the inputs, no lag on the input. When I press X, it swung. Um, And all that other good stuff. It was just the screen itself, I mean, the stream itself seemed like it was a little bit behind. Um, It's weird to say, because, like, how is that possible if your input was perfect? But it's like, I could feel my character swinging and whatnot. The screen just had to keep up and show me that my character did it. So, like, I could have pulled off some type of combo. I wouldn't have seen it, but it happened. And then once my screen catches up, it did happen. I don't know. That's the easiest way I can explain it right now. I did like, write this down. This is just off memory. So, like, I'm just explaining off of memory. Okay, guys? All right? I'm sorry. All right? Sometimes I don't always write down my stuff. I also put some of my crap in the wrong magazine. Also, I don't know if you guys know. I don't know if I said this. I might have said this. But Wild Rift League of Legends is on the iPhone and, I guess, on Android too. And it's really great. Like, it's actually really fun for a mobile League of Legends game. I'm really enjoying it. I've been trying to get my friend to play with me. But I don't know why she won't play with me. Um, I guess she just doesn't like it. But it's mad fun. Um riot act- speaking of league of legends ryan riot-, riot actually shut down a league of legends fan game after creators said riot tried to extort them which is really funny i wonder how that worked i didn't read the article i just remember uh scrolling across it but like game companies tend to do this nintendo has done this they'd sent cease and desist stuff before to people who made fan things and weren't making money off of it like just did it for fun i don't know i i kind of don't get it like i feel like yes and maybe it's a form of plag- plagiarism but at the same time it's just like it's a fan thing no one's paying for it but i guess what their issue is that's even worse because i just they think that no one's gonna play their stuff they're like oh someone recreated this for free why the hell would they want to play our shit that's like no we still want to play your shit this guy this person just made something really cool water bros has announced it will host another dc fandom event and it is set to take place in october um like the last event you can expect uh like the dc fandom event to have all sorts of halls and stuff like that where there will be different news and stuff like that i'm just gonna watch a stream like i did last time it was actually a tiny tiny bit confusing to find my way around while i was at work so i'm just gonna watch the stream um Hopefully, we'll get some more Gotham Knights uh, and Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League announcements since I don't think we'll get anything here. Or maybe they might be at E3 and we'll get something at E3. Doesn't matter. I just hope that we get more of it. Supposedly, The Last of Us 3 has a story outline um, and that's about it. But like it's they are working on Last of Us 3. If anyone was around for when I finished Last of Us Two, I do not want a Last of Us Three. Like I don't see a point in Last of Us Two. Pretty sure there's questions that people have, but I just feel like ambiguous endings can be very fucking perfect. Uh another one is Apple facing well, I guess that's tech. Yeah, we'll save that for tech, okay? Returnal, by the way, has, um, Returnal has released, I do not have it, I will be getting it next Friday, and then I will play it, and then I will tell you about it, because I'm focusing on Nair, but I also have to get Resident Evil 7, or 8, which also comes out, uh, and it's... It looks cool, okay, but it also looks like it's going to piss me the fuck off, both Resident Evil and Returnal, but Returnal more, because it's a roguelike. Like, you die, you start over, try again, but the world's morphing, and yeah, fuck that shit, but I'm for it. I'm going to try it. Um, Supposedly, Sony is planning to boost its library because it's going to triple down on more exclusives and secretly acquiring rights to other games. Um, Supposedly, they wanna make sure PlayStation maintains the highest quality for games. So they've been doing some stuff behind the scenes, trying to get things to happen um, and getting games for themselves, which is totally fine and understandable. Um, I mean, that's what you have to do in this business i still in a the only reason i don't like exclusivity stuff is really only because i don't like playing games on my playstation like i genuinely like um playing games on my xbox right and i genuinely like uh I, I genuinely like getting my achievements, not my trophies and that's like the biggest reason why I don't like playing on my playstation and I don't advocate for much playstation but i absolutely love the idea like if if we're gonna talk an unbiased thing here, I absolutely love the idea of sony doubling down it's something they should definitely do like you you should do that 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 is where you get people on your system by having these really cool exclusives and whatnot and I play PlayStation exclusives. I have a PlayStation because they have games that I'm interested in I just don't like playing them on there because they don't have achievements they have trophies Um, but that doesn't necessarily stop me I still have it and I still play it still speaking of Sony days gone developer says don't complain if there's no sequel if you didn't buy it at full price so basically saying sales suck and if you only buy the game on sale yeah, thanks, but that doesn't help us when it comes to buying the sequel, or if you guys are getting the free games, waiting for it to hit plus, or gold, that doesn't help anybody, and I kind of, I get it, because they don't get the full amount that the game was worth, um, so like, it's like, hey, thanks, like, I'm really happy you enjoyed this game, but because, you know, we're not really getting any money off of it or people aren't seeing the sales when they want to see the sales will never get more because they look as it look at it as a failure and now that it's a failure you guys are just probably going to get it for free or a super discounted price and whether it sells really well or not they're not going to look at us as much but at the same time it's also like i don't know man gaming's expensive i spend a lot on the stuff that i love I'm, I'm absolutely happy for it, like, I, I don't care that I do, but not everybody can do that, not everybody can just go and buy every game that they want, I still haven't played Days Gone, I wanted to play it, haven't purchased it, I am going to buy it, I have the free one, I think it was free, um, but, like, I want to own it, because I just like supporting things, like, everyone who knows me knows I have physical copies of everything I can get my hands on, Um, you guys hear me all the time talking about how there's comic books all over my floor. I have fucking thousand games on my shelves or a bunch of comic books on my shelves and stuff. Like, I like supporting the physical thing because I understand, um, the idea of it. I mean, he's not talking about physical, but, like, that's just me. Like, I want to keep physical things in business, so I do my part by buying physical things. You want a game to have a sequel, you do your part by buying the game when it comes out and supporting it, telling people how much you enjoy it, letting it be heard. So I understand the sentiment. Um, but for some reason, I just feel like it just sounded like a real asshole thing. <laughs> um, apparently you can now download Xbox Game Pass games using any Alexa enabled device. I have not tried this. It is really cool. I booked Mark, the website that mentioned it, and I'm going to try it eventually. I don't know. I kind of like my mobile because I get points. I don't know if Alexa is going to give me points for doing it. Um, uh, Still on the topic of games. We have Apex Legends Season 9 coming very soon. And they are nerfing Lifeline in some very specific ways. Um, But it will also buff the characters and others. And I'm not even going to talk about how stupid this is. Listen, they're getting rid of the heal shield, which is absolutely dumb, if you ask me. Like... I think that heal shield is great. It it lifeline is a healer, okay, and she is there to support her teammates. Um, how the fuck is she gonna support her teammates if she can't even heal them like a healer, like like so easily? She's the only healer in the game, and you guys are making her worse. Like, the heal shield is perfect. I get it, cause it's like, yo, I be shooting at the shield, and I'm like, damn, bro. That sucks. I want to kill that dude behind the shield. But at the same time, it's like, damn, Lifeline's mad useful. Like, maybe I should use her because she comes good in a pinch. And it's just dope because, like, it forces people to either try and rush in and kill her or um, it forces people to have to try and get around the shield and kill the person being revived. Because a person could be, if the revive has started, they can keep being revived even if she dies as long as the revive has started, um, if she gets downed um, and then it gives him a chance to come back, it's just really cool, bro, like, I, I don't know why they're gonna nerf Lifeline like that, that's absolutely obliviously ridiculous, all right, uh, but then they're gonna buff her care package, and it's like, cool, like, now I get buffed care packages I can call in, but, like, I kind of don't care, there's mad care packages, there's fucking, um, little stronghold things all over the place, like, why the fuck do I give a, just shit about uh her care packages being buffed. Huh? But I don't know. That that's me. That's just me. Alright. That's me. Personally. Uh I have also played Little Nightmares 2 I'm like halfway through the game. That game is so dope. The game is like really creepy and I love it and um I just found out it's a prequel so like the character in the game who you see with a raincoat is six and it made me think of the game completely differently like in a completely different light and it's actually really dope um but yeah that's about as much as i have for gaming today i don't really think i have anything else i haven't played any other demos uh, I've only been playing Nair. I play little nightmares. I've been playing a lot of Apex with the homies, and that shit has been fun. Um, yeah, it's 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 fucking dope. Okay, all, all the games that I've been playing around with are are really dope. I tried to get back into Final Fantasy online because I seen that the Nair event is back, but I don't have my subscription up. Oh, nah. Let me complain to y'all real quick, cause I. So, bro, as y'all know, or maybe you don't, I don't remember if I told y'all, but I got the the white snow edition of Nair Replica, right? And it hasn't been delivered, and I think I know why it hasn't been delivered, but I emailed them and asked them anyway, and they didn't email me back, and I'm really fucking pissed off about that, because I really, really want that edition. Like, I really like this game a lot, alright? And supposedly, I ordered a music box, which I did. And the music box sold out. They didn't just put it in a bin to wait for me. No, they let it sell out. And now they're making a second wave of it. So now I have to wait for the second wave. This is all my theory, by the way. I have to wait for the second wave to release. And then once that releases, they'll go back and grab my order. And then they will send it to me. And if that is really what happened... I'm going to be fucking pissed because they could have easily just emailed me and I would have literally just said, send me my White Snow Edition. I want my White Snow Edition. I love the music box. I love Nair music. I love all that. But I'd rather have my White Snow Edition here so I can open it and for all y'all and put it on the Twitter or whatever. Bro. Whatever, bro. Okay. Anyway. I'm very pissed off about that. Like, extremely angry. <sighs> All right, guys. Enough of gaming. On to some very tiny tech news. Apple has released their AirTags, and Tile is very, very scared of them because they say that it is undermining them and driving them kind of out of that market. But, I mean, hey, people still have Androids. There are people who have Tiles and aren't going to and have Apple and isn't going to buy the air tags and it's just competition i mean it's a form of monopolization because yeah that just that's another branch apple is going into apple is just getting more money from more pockets but then at the same i mean here's the thing you can find good in it but then it's also like but people have inventions that they want people to like and it's like yeah apple that's really dope but i want to have an invention too but at the same time it's like man too bad people are still gonna use your product and people's gonna use Apple's product personally I want to use the Apple one I always seen tiles tiles were always really nice looking things but like this Apple one is integrated like listen when things become integrated into one big device it makes life so much easier and that's the thing you got to understand it's always gonna be better when someone can integrate it to the device without anything extra necessary Like, you buy the AirTag, set them up like AirPods, and they're automatically there. You don't need a separate app or anything. It's already on your Find My app, and, like, it's fucking dope. Also, they released um, some new, they are releasing new Mac um, iMacs, and they look really cool, and they're super colorful, and to be honest, I think I'm going to get one because I rushed to get this laptop. I don't remember if I ever told you guys and gals, but, like, I was rushing, and that was such a bad idea. And because of that, um, my Mac is like cool, but it's also like mid because that should just start vrooming and heating up and whatnot, and it's it's a bunch of crap. I mean, hey, it'd be like that, but uh, I like them. They're really cool. I don't know where I would put it if I got another one. Um, I probably have to move my trash that PlayStation. Yeah, I, I'm looking at it. I think if I put my systems under my desk, I can put a Mac there. I actually think I'm going to put my systems under my desk. I just got to figure out a good way, place to put them under or on the side without me kicking them. Actually, I think I just figured that answer out. Listen, my mind works crazy good. Also, still in the realm of Apple, um, everything's going to be shipping shipping out with the M1 chip too, which is really dope. We could see how how nice that really is. Because the way they described it, that motherfucker, a monster. But we'll really see. But okay. What I was going to say was Apple is not trying to play ball with um, Epic Games and their lawsuit. I will talk more about that next episode, though. Because I'm going to read more into it. Not lawsuit, but their argument thing. But um, I'm going to read more into it a little bit. And then I will drop some more info on it next episode. So yeah, that's kinda it for the tech talk. I mean, I didn't really look in tech stuff. I've just been super hyped for E three and um playing so much Nair and whatnot. Like, uh alright, so if you have me on Twitter, I also said that I was like adding a segment because this was supposed to drop on Monday, but it didn't. And I'm not gonna spoil yet. But I beat Little Nightmares 2 last night. And that game is absolutely wonderful. And maybe I'll come on here and spread some theories that I got after listening to a couple other theories. Some of them are going to be the exact same thing people said. I'm just reiterating it because I honestly do agree with it. And I may probably come up with something else by myself. I might have to play the game over again because I'm missing like two achievements. But uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Little Nightmares 2. Because that game was good. It was beautiful looking. It was fun. It was creepy. And you know, that's my bag, guys. Eh? Creepy is my bag. Like, I love that shit. A lot. On the front of comic book news. Nothing too crazy. But just some something that I did want to bring up. Um, One actually comic book movie news which is marvel released a newer trailer that would that do some of the stuff we will be seeing um this year and it's it's a kind of little cool little mashup of stuff you know it kind of made me want to watch black widow a little bit more um we're getting guardians of the galaxy 3 uh what else? Well, we already know we're getting Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, Wakanda Forever is the name of the Wakanda movie. We're getting another Ant-Man and the Wasp thing. Fantastic Four is definitely coming out. Like, Fantastic Four is absolutely a thing Um, that is coming out. Hold up. I'm about to, I'm about to watch the end of the video again. You're going to hear it in the back. Let's see. All right. I'm gonna just shout them out as they hit the screen for you. All right, so we got us uh, some Black Widow, Spider-Man, No Way Home, December Seventeenth. We got Doctor Strange, twenty-fifth of March, twenty-twenty-two. Uh, Love and Thunder. Wow, that went a little fast. <laughs> All right, Spider-Man, twenty-twenty-one. Doctor Strange, twenty-two. Love and Thunder, May sixth, twenty-two. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July eighth, twenty-two. The Marvels, November 11th, 22, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, 1723, Guardians of the Galaxy, May 5th, 23, and Fantastic Four, Marvel Studios film that is no date. And now it kind of pisses me off because, like, we already knew that Fantastic Four was coming, but now we know it's coming with no date. It's gonna be like 2000, 2000- bro. We are all we are in 2021, okay? There's 365 days in a year, okay? That means this shit is not coming out for another 900 or more days. Fuck the fan Fuck all this shit charges showed me. Even if I enjoy the hell out of it. Fuck that shit. What we need is the fucking X-Men in the x-verse and i know i say this shit all the time on here but we need a damn x-verse just like the comics speaking of x-men there's a hellfire gala and motherfucking x every x character is dripping cuz i i don't know what the fuck this gala is i'm gonna do some research on it because they dropped the guide um for it and we're gonna talk about that next episode um but that shit look crazy, cuz them niggas look like they about like they really about to them niggas is dripping, bro. They niggas got swag. And I ain't heard I ain't say swag so long. That's weird. It's a weird word. Anyway, uh yeah, that shit look fire. So we're gonna talk more about that too. I just wanted to bring it up. Cause them outfits was absolutely sicko, bro. Hmm. Alright. That's it. Um I kinda wanna bring back my recommendation segment. So, so with that being said, I want to recommend for reading, you guys read X-Men, God Loves Man Kills. For um, TV, I highly recommend Invincible Season 1. It's on Amazon Prime. It is absolutely beautiful to watch. Uh, It's bloody, it's gory, so be prepared for all that shit too. Um, As far as gaming i recommend two things i recommend apex legends because the new season is going to start sometime after this podcast is dropped um and over that i recommend nair replicant version 1.22 honestly fucking beautiful if you if you've never played nair automata automata i say them both um that same game, but I just say the names differently. But I say it both. Um, in my opinion, people kill me for this all the time because I'm an out-of-order dude sometimes. Or a chronological dude. Either or. But, in my opinion, play Nair Automata and then play Replicant. And the reason I say that is you're going to enjoy the fuck. If you could get through all the little mini-games and stuff like that and fall in love with Nair Automata... You're going to be like, yo, this game is fucking phenomenal, and I need more. You go back and you play Replicant, and you do all the sides and stuff, and you're going to be like, yo, that, reference, reference. Like, there's there's a character named Emil, and some Lunar Tears, and Automata. And then if you play this game, you realize something about the Lunar Tears, and the one Emil was specifically talking about in Automata. Bro this game's fucking great, okay, I absolutely love this game, so, those are my recommendations, I have no movie recommendations, because I don't think I've watched a movie, and I don't know when I watched, last time I watched a movie, bro, I think it was Mortal Kombat was the last movie I watched, yeah, Mortal Kombat was the last movie I watched, no, Demon Slayer, movie recommendation, watch Demon Slayer, even if you haven't seen Demon Slayer, and you just want a movie to watch, watch Demon Slayer, uh, the Mugen Train movie, because it's just beautifully done. Like, I think any person can appreciate the animation that was put into that. The hard work that they did. So, thank you to them. That was, like, absolutely wonderful. And, yeah, that's a, that, that's it for today. I gave you guys, like, a healthy 50 minutes of hits, all right? Y'all should love me. I try. I try so hard. I'm out. I'll catch y'all next week. Um, I am thinking about doing something to this podcast. Um, I'm not sure yet, so I won't say too much, but I'm thinking. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in every time y'all tune in when this podcast drop. And I see the numbers, whether it's the same 10 or whether it's the few times when it bumps up a couple fucking 15 or so I, I get extremely happy so i want all y'all to know like i really appreciate y'all a lot okay like a lot my g um i don't like to actually i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that yet i'm gonna make sure i get that right so <laughs> y'all have a good night or day or whatever i don't care thanks for thank you for joining me goodbye